Hey, Miss Rez listeners, thank you for taking another time to step into a new week. This recording is going to be a little different um, because I never want to not bring awareness when the nation have been shook with anything. Um, I want to take a moment out before I get into the topic for this week. Um, and I want to share with y'all um, a recording of me and Don Pudding, a.k.a. Howard, who is... Um, the panelist um and uh on my panel and he's awesome but um as you know Tyree Nichols was brutally unhumane uh just beating by five black officers in Memphis Tennessee my heart my heart my heart my heart pour out to this mother and father and family and friends and again now the nation um this is not color. This is evil. And before I share what me and Mr. Don put in talked about, I want you to understand and ask yourself if you are in a position where you need to choose to do right and you're outnumbered, could you stand and do right? So let's start. And I want to bring y'all in into our private conversation that we had on our um, other platform with another audience. Here we go. Uh, this is, um, why don't you do the introduction, right? Because this is what we do. So you can do the introduction and then we'll start. Okay, so hello everyone. You have Miss Red and Don Pudding on here right now. And we are coming to you guys to discuss with y'all the controversial topic that's at hand right now that has shaken America again. This has caused us to pause, think, and look into a lot of things that um, continue to be topic of conversation. However, as you already know, whenever me and Don putting it together, we don't always agree. But today we do kind of see out of eye on some things, but I want y'all to listen in on what he got to say because he hit some really key points on what's happening. As you are aware, there were five black officers in Memphis, Tennessee, that brutally attacked Tari Nichols. Heartbreaking. My heart goes out to his mom, his father, and all his family and friends. And to America, who is hurting once again of a senseless crime. Don Pudding, as you and I was discussing earlier, what is the main thing that you felt... Hold on, let me tell you right. So, um, I did watch the video uh, yesterday, um, but it was kind of uh, it was a certain level of, of disgust for a minute, so I just turned it off. Um, so, of course, I told you I was like, I'm going to go back and re-watch the video, because you already know how I feel. Like, I always try to figure out how a situation could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, not to place blame, but to me, I'm always thinking there's another way that a situation could have ended, etc., um, so when I watched the video, it's a very, very tough video to watch. Um, the, the second half of it, rather. But uh, right. when they first approached the car, they snatched my man out the car. Like I didn't, like I, there was no communication, like or anything. They snatched him out the car. Mm-hmm. They had him down and everything. So my issue is, why do people keep resisting? Right? Because there's no reason this young man should have.
Now, right there is where we had some um, technical difficulties. Wait, he here. Up. He was running. Mm. This is my thing. Like, it's, it's, I, and it's hard to say like why he was running because they really, you know, they grabbed all the car, but it appears he was high. He was on some drugs or something like that. Um, How do you know that? Uh, you could, I can't tell that. I'm listening to what the police officer said. Uh-huh. And, and how he was pulling away and, you know what I mean? But the, the, the strength that he had, that, that only really come. That's like that, you know, that super strength, you know what I mean? Because he endured a lot, you know what I mean? Okay. And, uh, but my thing is, like, why why was he running? You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, they had him on the ground that day. He, he said he grabbed his taser and took off. And it's like, you know, we grow up and we know if you make police run, something going to happen. That's mm-hmm. the unfortunate part. Like, a police guy chases you, you know, they mad, they pissed. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't uh, make justification for what happened. Right. That, right. All that that was so extra. Like right. it hurt to see somebody crying for that. It hurt to see somebody crying out for their mother. Right. And then for them to be black mm. on top of that, right? Right. So my my problem with that is police brutality is police brutality, right? Mm-hmm. So we just went. To year with the George Floyd Kevin Gardner Eric Gardner and all these I can't breathe and protesting and we're mad because there was an injustice done to our black people by Mm -hmm. white cops and so because this injustice was done by white cops it became a big racial narrative and then whole country was on fire, not even just our country, other countries was on fire over this um, action, right? And Correct. So everybody had, and so now we have another situation that, in my mind, is way worse uh, than what happened uh, with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And the outrage, to say the least, is nowhere near close. I agree. Um, you, have, you have some 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 minute marches. Not I don't call them minute because any march is major, but they do have some minimal march, minimum attended marches mm-hmm. but where, where is the serious frustration right where is the burning right. down where is the looting where is the burning the police station down where is the justice for uh tyree where mm-hmm. is all of them right is it is it is it that they're not that mad because they're black it's like hey, mm-hmm. we're, we're disappointed because they're not white right you know? right if we if we knew if they was white boy, we'd be tearing this city up right exactly you know? whole country being outraged. We'd be at the biggest racial war of our history mm-hmm. if these folks was white. So now, we really have to take a step back and look and say, well, what really is the issue? Right. Exactly. We always had police brutality. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to uh, pushing that racial narrative, we can't do that with this one. I agree. And um, my thing is with the whole looting and burning, I don't agree with that. I don't I don't understand the burning down the building or whatever. However, they did go and attack other previous officers' families. So why y'all got five black cops y'all can get at? Where they at? Why you ain't at Bebe's house? Why you ain't at sh- why why? Why you're not over there in their yards torturing their children, screaming at their wives, and telling them not to, to come outside? Y'all. They literally, with him handcuffed, beat him. And ain't no black people angry? Mm. I, 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 there are black people that's angry. How? 
ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves. Right. Right. So, right. Very quiet. Yes. Yeah. It's more like, mm-hmm. oh, dang, how these brothers, but they're black, right? So we don't want to show how angry we are because oh. they're black, right? Right. So it's to show how angry we are against a white person because right. they feel like we're being done wrong by them. Right. But now to have somebody who's supposed to be like us. Mm-hmm. You know no, like I'm mad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I want to burn something down. I want to fuck some shit up too. But we, I, that that I'm frustrated because they're my people. You're like why are you doing this to our brother? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. this should get angry. Not that being hurt by a white person should be right. an expectation, right? But they white. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like oh, you don't really like us. So I'm almost expected. My Ooh. level of discipline. It's a little different. I'm not, I don't have a certain level that I'm holding him to, but my brother, I'm holding him to a way higher standard. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Now, you guys, um, I don't know if y'all could really hear Howard, and if not, um, I just, uh, you know, recommend that you probably turn up your phone or whatever. Um, sometimes when you're trying to do different recordings, the way I was in that circumstance was kind of difficult. But how the theme that we were saying was, you know, it's it was okay when white cops did it. And I know I told you this is not about race. I want you to hear the evil in it. Because this is how you know even before it has nothing to do with race. When, when white cops did it, they were at their house. They were ready to start a war. Now that it's black cops, there's no... You don't see the violence. the You don't see the protesting. You don't see the anger and the... Um, anguish of nothing it's just like uh i'm a little upset uh, uh. and y'all know here on miss red show um y'all have heard us touch topics on a lot of things all i'm saying is this evil needs to be treated like it should and that's across the board okay you guys so thank you for staying in for that part i'm gonna switch it over and I'm going to allow just like a one minute break. Um, and then I'm going to bring it to the next topic. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys. So thank you for taking a little little second for my little break. I didn't want to make it too long because I don't want to hold you. But I'm going to propose to you the question that I propose to others. I'm actually going to just kind of give you um gist of what others said because as i was listening to the recording it was extremely too loud in that restaurant but i do encourage you to always look to have uh table talk conversations i'm gonna have to definitely you know come back to the table with this but i do want to share it so if you were raised off of love can you date someone that was raised off of survival. Can the two come together and mix? That was a question that was proposed on a different platform. And um, some of the answers that we had got that night was some were raised off of survivor. They were saying that they were 60% about themselves. The other, the other 40% about children. Another person said that they were raised off both had a single mom raise her and had her you know she got to see how her mom you know raised her off of love and how to survive as well then that we had another um person speak about how they were raised off of love 
And that's all he really knew. However, he became in a survivor mode once he got out here into the real world on his own. The other um, person that was there was saying that they was raised off of love, but end up having a surviving mindset. And then we got to me, who I was raised off of love, but now I'm more so how to survive as well. Can the two mix? Now, while I've been talking, I'm pretty sure you probably asked yourself, where do I lie? Where do I stand? Where do I fit in? What was I raised off of? Was I raised off of love or was I just raised off of to survive? Me personally, Miss Red is going to sit here and I'm going to give you just a insight on what I feel. To be raised off of love is something where you are nourished. There's um, hugs. You're being told I love you. There's, uh, um, you know, stability. That's love. Being raised off a survivor, I feel like it's always go, 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 chaotic, jump hurdle, jump hurdle, jump hurdle. There's never any smooth selling to say. Feel free to disagree with me. Um, But this is just my point of view of how I look at it. So when you meet someone that has that I got to survive. I got to survive. I got to survive. Are they capable of taking the time out to love? Because how do you bring love in when you got I need to survive mentality? Well, then you can say, well, come on, Miss Red. You was raised off of love, but now you got a surviving mentality. Choices that I have made changed me. But I do have love as my foundation. I'm here in situations and I'm going to survive. But if I let you in, we're, we're going to be held by the love that I was built from. That's what keeps me and even understanding grace and working through. And, and I will take my survival and use it to not give up on an individual. Because they're difficult, different, or not used to this. Now, although you may hear me speak this easily, it is such a very hard task for me. Because I am a very stubborn, very uh, voicey, I'm going to do what I want to do person. And I've had to die to that mindset a thousand times. Because although I'm surviving, I still know what love is. And it's something that I want to be able to in, um, allow to come into my life. But I want both. And how can both exist? Well, understanding both roles and when it needs to be put into place at the right time. You cannot have a survivor mentality when things are chaotic. And I say that because you need to understand that understanding someone and their ways and their difficultness and what they've been through is going to require love. Now, I've always said this and I will continue. I'm not looking for love. I'm looking for the war. 
I'm looking for a partner where we both can come together and we can be prepared for what's happening in the world. There's going to be things that come towards us as one. And I don't need you to have a surviving mentality for just yourself when I'm a part of the team too. Don't leave me burning. Don't leave me injured. Don't leave me behind. When you think of me, if you see nothing but rocks falling towards us off of a cliff, and you may be four inches ahead of me, would you come back and pick me up? And that might sound like a visual that will never happen, but you think about communication. You think about somebody's past childhood trauma. You think about the battles mentally and physically they may be having for the rest of their life. Those are rocks tumbling off of a cliff. Do you stand and look and go, I got to go? Or do you reach out and risk yourself being stuck as well? Again, it proposes for you to go back and talk to yourself and ask yourself questions. How would you deal with somebody who was built off of love that would have turned around and saved you? But how would you react when you're built off of, to, of survival and to see all about yourself? Is dating a person that was built off of love dangerous? Dating a person that was built off of survival, is it dangerous? What are your thoughts? How do you feel? And how were you raised? And who are you today? Are you both? And if you are in a relationship, is it both love, both survivor, or is it mixed? And how is that working out for you? As always, you guys, I want you to look to you because you are the flicker to the flame. Signing out, Miss Red. <laughs>